one. Genesis chapter 42. Now Joseph gave these instructions to the steward of his house. Fill the men's sacks with as much food as you can carry, and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Then put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did, as Joseph said. As morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Go after those men at once, and when you catch up with them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from, and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. When he caught up with them, he repeated these words to them. But they said to him, Why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we still steal silver or gold from your master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. Very well then, he said, let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave. The rest of you will be free from blame. Each of them quickly lowered the sack, his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded to search, beginning with the eldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this they tore their clothes. Then they all loaded their donkeys and returned to the city. Joseph was still in the house when Judah and his brothers came in, and they threw themselves to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination? What can we say to my Lord? Judah replied. What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves, we ourselves, and the one who was found to have the cup. But Joseph said, Far be it from me to do such a thing. Only the man who was found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you, go back to your father in peace. Then Judah went up to him and said, Pardon your servant, my lord. Let me speak a word to my lord. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or brother? And we answered, We have an aged father, and there is a young son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead, and he is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, so I can see him for myself. And we said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves him, his father will die. But you told your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. When we went back to your servant, my father, we told him what my Lord had said. Then our father said, Go back and buy a little more food. But we said, We cannot go down, 
Only if our youngest brother is with us will we go. We cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One of them went away from me, and I said, He has surely been torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one from me too, and harm comes to him, you will bring my grey head down to the grave in misery. So now, if the boy is not with us when I go back to your servant, my father, and if my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, sees that the boy is in there, he will die. Your servants will bring the grey head of my father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. I said, if I, do, <clears throat> if I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the shame before you, my father, all my life. Now then, please let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy, and let the boy return with his brothers. How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not let me see the misery that would come on my father. Seek me with all your heart. 
Genesis 44 is the story of how God changed the hearts of Joseph's brothers. You remember the story so far? Joseph really makes his brothers angry when he tells them about the dreams he's had in which his brothers will bow down to him. And the brothers are so angry with Joseph and so jealous because he's their father's favourite that they throw him into a pit and then they sell him as a slave to Egypt. They allow their father to think that Joseph has been killed by a wild animal. So they allow their father to be heartbroken, thinking his favourite son has been killed. Whereas earlier in the story, they didn't care at all about Joseph. And they didn't care about hurting Joseph's father, Jacob. They threw Joseph into a pit and then they sold Joseph as a slave. They didn't care at all about Joseph and about their father. Now, because of their experiences, God has worked in their hearts. So that they now care about their younger brother Benjamin. And they care about their father. Benjamin, the youngest brother, is now their father's favourite son. Let's look at the story. First, let us see how God changes Joseph's brothers. Joseph wants to test his brothers to see if they've changed, to see if they've changed in their hearts. Verse 1, Joseph is now a very powerful man. He's the most powerful man in Egypt after Pharaoh. You might remember how God enabled Joseph to interpret Pharaoh's dreams, which told Pharaoh that there would be seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And so Pharaoh places Joseph in charge of the nation so that they save up food for seven years, they have plenty of food to share in the seven years of famine. Joseph is now very powerful. And his brothers have come to Egypt from their homeland of Canaan to buy food because there's also a famine in Canaan. Joseph gives instructions to one of his servants, fill the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. So Joseph is giving back the silver that the men paid to be given grain because they were famine. Then, verse 2, put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with his silver for his grain. So Joseph is making it look as if Benjamin, the youngest brother, their father's favourite son, Joseph is making it look as though Benjamin has stolen Joseph's silver cap. Because he wants to test the brothers. 
22 years earlier, the brothers had not cared about Joseph. They had sold him into slavery and cruelly told their father that Joseph was dead. Would they just sacrifice Benjamin as they had abandoned Joseph earlier? Well, as morning dawned, the brothers were sent on their way with their donkeys. But before they'd gone very far, Joseph sends his servant after them to accuse the brothers of stealing Joseph's silver cup. And the brothers have changed. They say to Joseph's servant in verse 9, If any of your servants is found to have the silver cup, he will die. And the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. So 22 years earlier, the brothers had sold Joseph as a slave. Now, the brothers are prepared to become slaves. Joseph's servant searches each of their sons, from the eldest to the youngest. Verse 12. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Horror! Benjamin is their father's favourite son. Their father Jacob had not wanted Benjamin to come at all in the first place. Verse 13. At this they tore their clothes. The brothers are devastated. They're so upset that Benjamin is going to be punished, maybe even killed. Verse 14. The brothers throw themselves to the ground before Joseph. They offer to be Joseph's slaves. But Joseph says in verse 17, I don't want you all to be my slaves. Only the man who's found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you go back to your father in peace. Now we see in the story how much Joseph's brother Judah has changed. So secondly, God has changed Judah's heart. Verse 18. Look at verse 18. Pardon your servant, my Lord. Let me speak a word to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal with Pharaoh himself. Judah reminds Joseph how he specially asked for their youngest brother to be brought to see him in Egypt, even though the brothers told Joseph that if Benjamin was taken from their father, the old man would die. So now, if the boy is not with us when I go back to your servant, my father, our father will die. Judah has really changed. Now he cares about his father. He cares about how 
his father will feel. And more than this, Judah now volunteers to take Benjamin's place, verse 33. Please let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy and let the boy return with his brothers. Judah is now ready to become a slave himself if he will save his brother Benjamin and save his father from being heartbroken. So, God has changed the brothers from you, your heart is stone, and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. God makes this promise to all his people throughout history. The problem we all have is that we have hearts of stone towards God. In other words, on our own, we don't love God. We're hard-hearted towards Him. We're disobedient and fearful. We don't love Him. We don't trust Him. And God has to come and work on us. We're like Joseph's brothers towards him earlier in the story. We don't care about God. And so, God sends Jesus. Jesus comes into the world. He lives a perfect life. And then he dies on the cross in our place. That we might be forgiven for all our sins. And so that our hearts of stone <coughs> might be changed. God puts his spirit within us. He gives us a heart which wants to obey God. Now has this happened to you? Do you know that God has changed you on the inside? That he's given you a new heart. If not, will you come to God today? Will you say to him, Heavenly Father, I confess that my heart is hard towards you. I have not loved you as I should. I have not obeyed you as I should. Please take away my heart of stone. Please give me a heart of flesh. Please help me to love you. If you've never come to God like that before, come to Him today and get right with Him. But maybe you've been a Christian for many years. You know you've had this experience of God giving you a new heart. But just lately, a hardness has been creeping back in. Maybe you've been neglecting God's Word. Maybe you've been neglecting prayer. 
and you've just been allowing yourself to disobey God in small ways. You've just been allowing yourself to feed on wrong thoughts. You've been allowing yourself to say words that you know are wrong. Maybe you've been allowing yourself to watch things that you know deep down are wrong. And this disobedience to God is gradually hardening your heart towards Him. Why not get right with God today? Why not come back to Him? Why not say sorry for our disobedience of Him? For our lack of trust in Him? Ask Him to soften our hearts once again towards Him. Shall we do that? Let's pray together. Father, we confess that by nature we have hearts of stone towards you. We are hard-hearted towards you. We don't love you. We don't obey you. We don't please you. And Father, we're sorry for that. And we pray that you would take away our hearts of stone and give us hearts of flesh that we might be changed, that we might be soft-hearted towards you, that we might love you and obey you and please you. Father, if there are any here this morning who've never had that experience of being given a new heart, please will you do that for them today. And for all of us, Lord, for those of us who do know you, for those for whom you have given us a new heart, please, Lord, keep our hearts soft towards you. Keep us saying sorry for the things we do wrong. Keep us loving you and pleasing you. So we commit ourselves to you in Jesus' name.